<clears throat> hey guys, we are back. Woo woo. <laughs> hey. It's another episode of Trifling But True. True. And it's your girl Jade. What's up? It's Asia. Hey y'all, it's Lori. Hey guys. We back, bitches. <laughs> it's another Thursday, another week. Another thirsty Thursday. Yes, too mm-hmm. bad. I'm thirsty for some water. Yeah. Actually. Yes, like, I, it's so <laughs> dry. I, I went through like four water bottles today. I'm like, what is going on Girl, with me? <laughs> between this dry ass heat in the house, I need a humidifier uh, before I fucking suffocate. Me yes. <laughs> it I is dry as hell. <laughs> I like legit, y'all. Y'all already know I have sinus issues, right? So. When I sleep, sometimes if the room gets too like stuffy or mm-hmm. just like dry, I literally wake up and Drenched. my entire mouth. When I say there is not a drop of moisture, <laughs> it's to the point where like I am like terrified that my mouth is gonna be like glued shut. Like that's how dry glued shut. that shit is. And so I have to keep water literally on my nightstand, bro, and wake up just to take a sip, swirl <laughs> it around my mouth, and go back to go sleep. Back to sleep. <laughs> Throw the whole house away. I have been there, fucking just slowly dehydrating, <laughs> bro. Our whole house needs to just be it thrown away. It's dry as hell up in this bitch. <laughs> Uh, I just can't take it. I can't breathe. <laughs> I've been back and forth from Amazon price with you, I used to have one, but I bought a cheap one, and that's where I went wrong. Yeah, because those cheap ones. Same. I think mine's still in the closet. <laughs> I just need a really good high tech one that doesn't require you to have to clean it out twenty four seven. Like every time you want to touch it, you got to clean it. Girl, yeah. I'm expensive. I know, but fuck. you know, Maybe for my breathing it. problem, it <laughs> might be a great investment. It might be. Yeah, y'all know we always got our struggles. Yes. <laughs> our oh weekly gosh. struggles. The struggles is fucking real. <laughs> All right. So um, I think we're going to do something a little different this switch episode. We're going to switch it up on y'all. Yes. Um, we are going to start off with our crush of the week. Yes, we decided to bring you all the crush of the week first because we just want to get black excellence you know right out of the way and get they shine um, on yeah and we know y'all listen the first at least 15 minutes so hopefully (laughs) right (laughs) even though we be ranting but it's okay so um (laughs) the crush of the week this week is mine um his name is morgan he is a coach yes do i know i don't know him i'm making that up Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he is a, actually a high school football coach. Um, I went to hi- high school with him. We uh, went to the same high school. I don't know why I'm like stuttering right now. Oh, <laughs> he I don't know. That. Like this is the perfect episode. I don't know. <laughs> so we do something new, <laughs> right? Um. So yeah, he's a high school football coach. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Lori. Come on, girl. I'm rooting for you. <laughs> We're all rooting for you. <laughs> My mouth is so dry. <laughs> Y'all, technical difficulties. My <laughs> mouth is so dry. It is. No, seriously, okay. our house is like the fucking Sahara Desert. Dry. <laughs> Even my skin. But it's still. But yeah, it's still drafty though. Like. Girl, Bro. you gotta sit with your your space heater and your robe <laughs> and a fan on. Like what? <laughs> you be hot, cold, hot, cold. Too much. Oh, child, it's the ghetto. 
Okay. But yeah, we we're gonna try okay. this again. Okay. <laughs> you can do it, girl. You can do <laughs> Rewind. it. Rewind. <laughs> it was just so dry. <clears throat> okay. So the crush of the week this week, we're gonna edit that out. The crush of the week this week goes to Coach Morgan. Coach Morgan is a high school football coach at my old high school, Hillcrest High School. Um, that is in Country Club Hills, Illinois. If you guys are familiar with that area, the Chicago people. Um, he is a really good friend of mine. I went to high school with him and I just loved how he's like giving back to his community. Like he went to college to play football. He excelled at that. He, I think he had a pro moment at some point in his career and then he decided to come back and be a coach and, Hmm. you know, give back to the youth, especially at his old high school, you know, Mm -hmm. and our high school was predominantly black. So I think that it's so good that he is, you know, in a suburb like Country Club Hills where, you know, they be mm-hmm. on that. Starting to get a little hood out there. Keep it right. And he yeah. keeping people out of trouble mm-hmm. and like really showing, you know, a great example to our community. I mean, from where I'm from. So okay. I think that's so dope. And I think it's about time that I recognize him for that. And yeah, he has a big game coming up this Saturday, I believe, mm-hmm. and um, who they playing? Do you know? No, I don't. <laughs> but <laughs> I know it's a big game for him. He said, "I think this is them going to the semi-quarterfinals okay. or something, and then if they make it to state, they go to NIU." So hey, right, that's squad. super dope. Um, so <laughs> if y'all want to go, please go out support Coach Morgan, um, the Hillcrest Hawks. And yeah, my high school was the Hawks too. Yes, girl, Bartlett Hawks. Shout out <laughs> <laughs> my white school. Shout out Bartlett. <laughs> she said, "Shout out Bartlett." <laughs> That's how all the girls at my school talk. Bartlett. <laughs> okay, y'all. But yeah, let us know if you guys like the flow of Crush of the Week in the beginning. I think it'll be nice to switch it up. And you guys can actually hear the people we were broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I know y'all don't make it to the last 30 seconds of the episode. Even though y'all should. Like, I mean, it's fun at the end. It is great. Yeah. If y'all can get past us giggling and laughing every two seconds, yeah. it's great. It's always a great conversation. But I think, yeah, it probably does fit better in the front. It yeah, the beginning. So. I like that flow. Well, right. anyways, Next up. on to the true tea. So, y'all, it's been a lot going on in the media in the last week. It mm-hmm. has been enough. It's a lot. Who child? So a few things I wanted to touch on. The first one, let's just get it out the way. We all know the story about T.I. He is being toe up on the internet. Okay. <laughs> oh, T.I. His comments that he made on a podcast that he was featured on, which was called um, Ladies Like Us, which I had never heard of this podcast before. Me but the girls that do the podcast, their names are Nadia and... Nazanin or Nazanin I, I can't I don't know how to pronounce her name but that's Miguel's wife fiance or girlfriend I don't know what she is to him mm-hmm. but that's Miguel's lady oh okay. so I know her but I didn't know her name I just knew her face mm-hmm. so it was her podcast and I'm I like, didn't know Ooh. she had a podcast me neither yeah I didn't know girl everybody got a podcast right? shout out okay so they were talking about T.I.'s 18 year old daughter Deja and I don't even know why he overshared this. Cause like if that's, if that's what you guys yeah. you agreed upon behind closed doors and she's fine with that, do y'all thing. 
But for him to put it out there that he basically takes his daughter every year to the gynecologist to check her hymen to make sure she's still a virgin was a lot to share and really uncomfortable. Yeah. That your daddy's doing that with you? That is yeah. overly uncomfortable. I don't even know like, why she would sign up to do that shit. I, I would, would be like. sweat going to the gynecologist with my mama, okay? Yeah. Because she ain't no other <laughs> fucking it. So <laughs> I used to be like, oh, shit. But in actuality, there's no test that can prove that you're a virgin. Mm-hmm. So, like, your hymen can rip or break from any other things other than sex. Mm-hmm. Fingering, toys, tampons, playing mm-hmm. rough sports. You do a lot of moving. Mm-hmm. Hell, you're flexible. You, you fall. You and shit. Yeah. You fall. <laughs> yes. So, anything can fucking rip your hymen. So, that has no indication on whether you're a virgin or not. So I don't know what satisfaction T.I. is getting out of it, but it's just weird. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't understand that. Like, why did nobody object to that? Like, why? I don't know. I just feel like it's weird. And the hosts were under fire. I don't... Well, I follow Nazanin. I hope I'm saying her name right. I follow her because I think she's so beautiful. Um, But I don't pay attention to her comments. So I didn't see people tearing up the hosts for laughing about it if you guys listen to the clip it it makes it even more uncomfortable and i don't think in the moment they realized what he really said Mm -hmm. until people like they you know the episode dropped and everyone was like well what the fuck Mm -hmm. and so then they felt like bad and were like well their excuse was they felt they were uncomfortable they didn't know how to respond so they laughed i get it i'm a nervous laughter i laugh when Mm -hmm. i get nervous because i don't know what else to do but i think that would have been a teachable moment like ha 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 but wait a minute what did you just say like yeah you can giggle but bring it back and be like wait a minute once you come to your senses about what he said then you gotta check him real quick yeah and i think because i ain't gonna lie we've had some instances where we've even like had to look back like were we talking about that why did they just say that on our mm-hmm. podcast too yeah so we i had, get we had those moments yeah, so yeah i get that but yeah that is kind of weird for him to i just think the whole concept the whole idea of him taking his she's 18 right yes so his now she's grown daughter. she grown as hell she don't need <laughs> to tell you any of her medical yeah business. like it's not like she's like for even whatever whatever age is still weird but it's not like she's mm-hmm. like 14 13 like right. she's 18 years old going to college and i'm she's sure gorgeous yeah she's super pretty and she seems like she has a good head on her shoulders she like she listens to her parents she's very yeah. well spoken well educated you could tell she's a really good kid mm-hmm. and i feel like the whole gynecologist trips every year is just too much i think she can keep her legs closed without doing yeah, all that I, uh-huh. I, I see she has that capability i think she could do it too. yeah and i feel like that's gonna make she's, her even want to lash out even more like yeah, so you know i'm tired of feeling like i'm being caged up somebody in the comments said you can't check the booty hole <laughs> that's a I fact said, okay y'all doing too much right like I, don't, <laughs> I mean it's the truth but it's just like if she really wants to have sex that bad i think she would just do it yeah like, i don't know if that would be the, the first yeah i hope that's like the first option but yeah i thought that was weird and i hope she doesn't have like insecurities about her sexuality when she does want to start you know exploring i think now yeah she's even probably it's it's gonna be awkward yeah Yeah. like i feel like she might feel away but who knows she might be perfectly okay with this and still be self you know self-aware and be confident and I feel like that's a little mm. overbearing. It I think is. that's it's like controlling. He don't strike yeah. control. Like I feel like Ti's a strict daddy, but I didn't think to that extent. Who? I think he's very strict with his girls. I think that he's yes. very like. I if honestly, if I was his kid, I'd be like, you don't like girls. 
because because yeah. <laughs> you're doing too much right you treat me like shit and yeah. they get to you know do whatever yeah but i just think that he is very like overprotective and i think that he probably was a hot ass mess when he was younger or something i don't know in the but, industry that they're all in yeah in the it, industry right i 100 percent get it but at the end of the day trust your children mm-hmm. give them that respect give them that trust yep um for them to be able to come to you about things not that you gotta prove like they gotta prove things to you and just trust them yeah because mm-hmm. i think that's just gonna create problems in the long run yeah. and i hope that she isn't like one of those type of people that's gonna think this uh, th- that this is okay and she you know, do this to her children. But, I mean, that's their business. I really don't care, Yeah, honestly. it is their business. And I just hope she's not embarrassed. I know she had to turn off her comment section on her Instagram. Yeah, I bet. Um, and I feel bad for her because I'm sure she didn't expect her dad to put their business out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would be pissed. Yeah, I would be As pissed. a daughter. Actually, I, th- I probably would be extremely pissed about that. Yes. Even yeah. as a mother. Her yeah. mother. Oh my yeah. gosh. Sometimes, and I'm learning this too with, with, with being a podcaster myself. Sometimes you do overshare. Yeah. And you, and it's easy too. You have, it's easy because <laughs> you get comfortable with your co-host. Mm-hmm. The conversation's flowing and the words just start coming out and you don't even realize what you just said. Yeah. But on the other hand, we, we ain't really famous yet. So it may be a while before this shit come back to haunt us. Whatever we said <laughs> out there, we could delete it now. But <laughs> I get it. You overshare. But just sometimes you got to dial it back. Yeah. Yeah. Lesson learned. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We still love you, though, T.I. That, that was just weird. One other thing, like the girls, I feel like because we edit our shit before we put it out there. So I feel like that could have been their moment where they were like. No, I think you they know. wanted to put that shit out there. That's true, because I pro- we probably would have did the same thing. Yeah, because <laughs> sometimes, honestly, like, listening back, if they listen back or if they have, like, someone, like, an engineer who does all their stuff for them, maybe they didn't hear the final mm. episode. That's- but yeah. sometimes in hindsight, you don't realize that th- what was said would come back, you know, hurt somebody's feelings. I've been there. Trust me. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, you think true. it's funny. You put the episode out and all of a sudden you get phone calls. Like, what the fuck <laughs> did you just say? That's very true. Like, yeah. Shit happens. You don't, you may not think it's hurtful and it really may be to whoever's out there listening. True. Yeah. Damn. What you think about so, all the shit that we just said? Right. Our bad, y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But at least we keep people nameless. Like, they was name dropping. So we knew who he was talking about. Yeah. And even if he didn't, he only got, what, two daughters, three daughters? And we know it ain't the little teeny tiny one. Right. <laughs> Four, three, however old she is. But she's cute. Yeah. She is adorable. Um. So, yeah. The next point I had for True T was the Alicia Keys thing. She posted a video basically saying that her four-year-old son, Genesis, is able to understand the concept that he's constantly being judged. And the reason why she said that was because she, they were at the nail salon. Now, I don't know if she took him specifically for him to get his nails done or if he was just tagging along. I don't know how the trip went, but somehow they were at the nail shop together and he wanted his nails to be painted rainbow colors. She said, fine. He got his nails painted different colors. And afterwards, he looked at them and realized, like, mommy, people are going to judge me for these. Mm. And she had to explain to him, like, you know, like, it's fine. Like, you chose it. You were creative. Wear your nails. Flaunt them be happy with them she's like boys wear nail polish like it's fine people won't judge you like just be you like she was trying to encourage him to like keep the nail polish which i low-key probably would have done that too like you Mm -hmm. wanted your nails rainbow wear them rainbow Mm -hmm. who cares but he was four and the fact that he could 
understand that speaks value yeah that's why i'm like wait he was how old and he said that like somebody's gonna probably judge me that people are gonna look at him and go like that's probably a girl thing because people are freaking mean we teach kids gender roles they don't understand it but they see it Mm -hmm. yeah whether you physically are talking about it or not it's just the way society tells us to behave that's considered the norm and kids can see that mm-hmm. yeah. boys look like this and act like this girls look like this and act like this and if mm-hmm. you don't fit into that category you're gonna get made fun of you're exactly. gonna get teased and bullied that's Period. crazy yeah people are being mean in the comments telling her that that's gay she shouldn't be letting her son wear nail polish we're basically raising sissies and like all this negative stuff but at the end of the day that's her child and she could do whatever the hell she wants exactly People be worried about the wrong things. Like, are you even watching your child right now? And they her probably baby has a financial future. How about yeah? Yours? So like, what are you doing? You're being your a troll. Exactly. <laughs> You're trolling right now. So yeah, but leave people kids alone. I've learned that. More little story. Um, and the last thing <laughs> I wanted to, wanted to talk about was Summer Walker. Um, she had posted a caption on a photo on Instagram, basically explaining why she doesn't give hugs. At her meet and greet. I guess it was like this big blown out thing and people were upset. Um, But I'm not going to read the whole thing because it is long. But basically she said, um, I'll read part of it. She said, I am an empath and that transference of energy from that many people each day would literally kill me. Y'all may not understand what I'm talking about. But for example, there's a lot of people out here faking the funk with a smile on their face like they got it together. But inside, you're actually actually suffering from some sort of traumatic experience, a loss, depressed, fearful, envious, or whatever the case may be. But I can feel it. So I ask you, please, to respect my space in those moments. Mm-hmm. And I'm perfectly fine with her asking for her personal space, which I if a, celeb- if a celebrity doesn't want to hug you, that's fine. But if they're willing to take pictures, sign autographs, cool, like just go with the flow. But people are really upset about it. That she doesn't want to touch her fans. Yeah. Uh, I think that just because you have VIP doesn't mean you're entitled to touch me. Like, I don't. Yeah, no. I am not your Barbie doll. Right. Right. Like. I have personal space, too. Yeah. And I I mean. And I'm with that. I don't like to be touched. Yes. Like, literally. Like, I was just going to say, like, empath to empath. Like, I literally understand that. And I just feel like that she probably still have to develop better boundaries maybe she's a lot more sensitive than the normal but um she just has to kind of like develop those boundaries and especially being in the career that she's in she sees so many different people on a daily ex- i couldn't imagine exactly so she's constantly around these different energies and frequencies and like that could drive like us mad or like depressed or just mm-hmm. sad overwhelmed like well we can't take it yeah so we go into hermit mode <clears throat> but um yeah i i definitely understand what she's saying and i agree i i get it and that's why she said this is my first and last tour <laughs> i am not doing this shit again so do not ask thank you i understand look i understand uh, yeah and some people want their craft or their art to be famous but they themselves don't necessarily want to be famous but that's not how it works anymore right Mm -hmm. like you could try your best to be discreet but people gonna always find a way to get into your business period yeah so 
Well, shout out to you, Summer Walker. I was gonna say, hope she, girl. hope she <laughs> figures that out, cause uh, people still gonna people gonna still gonna try it, and they still gonna try it. Yeah, and it's irritating, like seeing people post, like, yeah, I went to a Summer Walker concert. I look, I said hi to her, and she just looked at me. It was so awkward, like. Bitch, she's got a million other things on her right, mind. I'm like, like, I'm, like, she probably hungry. She probably ready to go. Like, right. I'm like, did it really go down yeah, like that? Like, like she is that really what she did? And she's not me mugging you, bro. Like, right. She's ready and then I think people forget, like, what environment are you seeing these celebrities? Like, are they eating dinner with their family? Yeah. And they don't want to be a fucking approached. Yeah. I get it. Like, when I was in Puerto Rico, I ended up being on the same beach as James Harden and, um, Shakana, y'all know Shakana from a uh, family. Hustle. Oh, yeah. Tiny, oh, tiny, yeah. Tiny. She came, yeah. So mm-hmm. Shakana, she Ooh. was a different kind of celebrity. You yeah. know, she was like the one saying hi, taking photos, like being cool. We ended up actually being at the same restaurant with her after, which was crazy. But mm-hmm. she was like, you know, interacting with fans and whatnot. But James Harden, like his security, when we did like approach his security asking, could we take a photo? He kindly said, you know, like he's with his, I think he was with a girl. I don't know who he was with. He was with a woman, but like, you know, he's having, you know, private time. Like he doesn't want to be bothered. I respect mm-hmm. that. So we mm-hmm. politely <clears throat> walked our asses away. We're yeah. not going to be harassing a man. Like you should take a picture with us. That's yeah. bogus. Like, no, 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 no. Like, let I'm the man, the man relax. Enjoy. He clearly right. on vacation. <laughs> people, are we, so. yeah. people are entitled to their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like let that man be on the beach in peace. So I, I get it. They want their space. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Was that it for the truth? Yeah, that's all I got, y'all. I was a little nosy this week. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little nosy. All right, well, then we can um, go ahead and jump into the topic for this week. Um, This week is going to be about social anxiety. Um, So we're going to just talk about, like, what it is and kind of how we know, if we know um, whether we have social anxiety and, like, you know things around that but um i know there's a lot of people that really do have it and don't even know they have it yeah yeah so what so social anxiety um is basically like getting like intense feelings of anxiety um in like a social gathering like public gatherings whether you're around a lot of people or you're like um presenting or you're doing like a public appearance and just feeling like really really intense Mm -hmm. um but and to the point where it interferes with your daily life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the difference. Because we <clears throat> all have that normal, like, anxiety of being around people. Yeah. But I don't have full-on uh, anxiety. Where you, like, panic. yeah, just, like, go. So, like, what's an, what's an instance of someone having social anxiety, would you guys say? So. Because I don't I, think I have cause, it. Because when I read up on it, I don't have it. <clears throat> um, but I actually I don't do have either. a. Um, let me see i'm on mayo clinic so i trust mayo clinic (laughs) let me see if i can find out what the definition is for the real um yeah i think i have like a few triggers too like how people know that they might have social anxiety so this is their overview of what it is it says it's normal to feel nervous in some social situations for example going on a date or giving a presentation may cause that feeling of butterflies in your stomach but in social anxiety disorder, also called social phobia, everyday interactions cause significant anxiety, fear, self-consciousness, and embarrassment because you fear being scrutinized or judged by others. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can lead to avoidance that can disrupt your life. So, yeah. Yeah, I definitely don't have that. 
yeah, it's not to the point where it interferes with my everyday life. I'll still take my ass out. I just will be mad that I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, they said, um, I read, ooh, let me see if I got the, um, this probably isn't even an accurate link, but I'm going to say it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Bridgestorerecovery.com. Look it up, y'all. Look it up. Um, But they had some triggers for it. They were saying like um, things like trauma that happened in your life, childhood experiences. Mm -hmm. And they even said that like it can be um, a predisposition, like genetic predisposition. So like a parent might have it or something like that. Um, And they started they started getting into like (laughs) like serotonin levels and things Mm -hmm. like that. But um, I will. I don't know. I don't know. Cause I feel like you can have all these triggers and still not be, have social anxiety or social phobia. True. I mean, I <clears> thought <throat> I had social phobia, uh, the social phobia, <laughs> social phobia, because, um, <clears throat> I get nervous to the point where I'm uncomfortable, especially being around a lot of people around like for a long time mm-hmm. like that's why i'm always the first person out the party last one that first one out that's me <laughs> like i don't like to shut down the club like no mm-hmm. and i noticed i realized that i just didn't like being around a lot of people i like mm-hmm. i was just telling y'all like i will always try to get out of school i will always try to get out of like something mm-hmm. get out of work just to go home because just because i'm like sitting too long mm-hmm. like I got to go home and, like, just relax. Mm -hmm. And I used to be so tired. And people were like, you sleep so much because I'm exhausted just being around people. And it's feeling all these energies or whatever. So that's why I thought I had social anxiety because I couldn't stand being around people. But I realized, I read what social anxiety was, and I do not have it. (laughs) (laughs) You just don't like people. (laughs) Level of, I don't fuck with other beer. You just like to be alone. And that's okay. (laughs) But, I mean, I guess technically, like, a lot of these emotions are normal for children. Yeah. But at the same time, if, like, if you look at the definition, that was for sure me as a child. Like, I would Mm -hmm. say elementary through maybe like well I'd say still middle school it was like when I got to high school I realized there's other weirdos out there like myself (laughs) so I felt like I had a little clan in high school so Mm -hmm. high school got better but in elementary school I would purposely like not do assignments because when I say I was afraid to be in front of people and talk and mind you I was that kid that didn't even talk to my own family like if you weren't my mama don't talk to me don't touch me don't look at me mm-hmm. I was that kid she legit said I would follow her everywhere Aww. literally like that kid that held on to legs that was me <laughs> and she said even if my daddy tried to hold me I wouldn't have it so like I've always been like anxious to be around people I mm-hmm. just don't know why mm-hmm. but I would avoid projects damn near failed classes because I was like fuck I ain't doing that <laughs> I'll never forget I ain't do my show and tell in fifth grade <laughs> everybody went every every kid every day had you know we had our set out day so you bring your stuff in your little bag do your show and tell I think a part of me didn't want to do it a because of standing up in front of people like mm-hmm. I was gonna start crying hysterically mm-hmm. so that scares the fuck out of me and then I felt weird about the fact that I didn't have like I had things to put in my show and tell bag 
but I thought people were going to think I was weird or I was like, like, why do I like these things? And or like, I just she don't have the coolest toy. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't have the coolest toys. Mm-hmm. Like, people are bringing all these cool things. And mind you, I'm the poor kid, so I definitely don't have these cool toys they bring in and all this fun stuff. So I'm like, they're going to think my stuff is stupid. And, you know, like, I just went through my head, like, I can't do this. And so I purposely didn't do the assignment because mm-hmm. I was just so afraid of what people would say and being in front of people. Mm-hmm. I did that several times in school, actually. Yeah. Got somehow I finessed my way out of stuff. <laughs> I don't know how, but I am a finesser. My daddy taught me well. <laughs> no, that shit's real though, because yeah. I feel like when you're like younger, like you think a lot more about it's real. about people, like kids, what other kids are gonna think, because you want to fit in somewhere. Yeah. Like I think you still, as you get older, it's still the same, but I feel like it's much worse when you're like younger. Even yeah, though I feel yeah. like I was the opposite of you. And I didn't you. know how to make friends. <laughs> I had no idea how to make friends. Like I knew I was that weird ass kid. Mm-hmm. Like as an adult, I just magically found weird ass friends. But <laughs> as yeah. a kid, like my friends were not like me. They were different. Yeah. I was like the opposite. And I knew I was poor, so that didn't help. I think that made it worse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you were like self-conscious. And when you live in an area like my parents, like we were poor because my parents chose to be, if you really want to think about it. Like we could have lived somewhere cheaper, Mm -hmm. but for the education that we got, I don't blame them for struggling. Mm -hmm. Um, But they wanted us to be in a good area, good school. So, I mean, our rent was expensive. So like my parents making just enough to barely cover the rent and then like what about food utilities mm-hmm. like yeah now we now the money running low so what we gonna do yeah. and i feel them adulting we know now sure. <laughs> live below you mean <laughs> we know now <laughs> keyword below the struggle is real so yeah I, I definitely can relate to that anxiety and i actually now know people that have anxiety like some of my coworkers, i ain't gonna put nobody on the spot if they listen in but I have some coworkers who get anxious off the ra- most random interactions with people. It blows my mind that mm-hmm. people really do be suffering from this shit. Yeah, I feel like some One people of, do it and they don't. Yeah. Re- they like, don't to the point realize where they're having it either. Panic attacks and anxiety attacks, mm-hmm. like at work. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, "Whoa, what's going on? <laughs> what mm-hmm. I miss?" Yeah, um, this girl who used to work for me at my old job, uh, she definitely had it. And I used to. It used to be hard to talk to her sometimes. Oh, she'd because... be like afraid to talk to you back or something or like it depends on what it was it, it depends on what she did how she get through the interview because <laughs> the girl well, i'm she confident was there but i was i'd be nervous as fuck. yeah I'd i do be, be nervous sometimes sweating she was there before me so i i kind of inherited her talking about inherited her. Yeah. <laughs> like a leech <laughs> oh, that's crazy. But, um <clears throat> Is that dry, dryness again? Dry, <laughs> Lori is struggling with the dryness. Okay, okay girl. So yeah, um, but yeah, she she was she was bad, but it was just hard to talk to her sometimes because I was just like, okay, do not cry, please do not cry, <laughs> and I just be having my fingers crossed, like please don't cry, because I get nervous when people cry, uh-huh. like, and I just can't. Like, I, I just can't. Was it about the job, it. like, that she was exhausted? She just get worked up about every fucking thing. Um, everything. Like, if somebody said something, like, didn't say hi to her. Or if oh, somebody no. was, like, um, looking at her shoes too long, she'd be like, oh, my gosh, everybody talking about her. Everybody doing It's mm-hmm. always about her. And she lived in constant fear all the fucking time. Yeah, that's what they said, oh. too. They said, like, um, when you take 
things personal too personal yeah. so like the fear fear of being like judge everything mm-hmm. that somebody says or doesn't say or do you that take too me. personal don't look at my hair too long don't don't look at my shoes too long <laughs> like i do it now even as an adult but not to that extreme but like if i'm talking to somebody and i see their eyes wandering bitch i'm following where, where, where you <laughs> like, <at? laughs> they be looking at your hair your eyebrows right, like, what? is that good is that bad like right, you kind of gotta read they face like, like is my lace up <laughs> right like is my lace lifted can you see it is it not blended it ain't it's laid okay. oh, i got yeah. something in my teeth <laughs> Right. <laughs> yes, you start. Kinda, Is it a booger? Like, and then you looking at them like with the face, like, what you looking at? <clears throat> Have y'all ever like when people be like wiping they nose? Yeah, and then you wipe <laughs> yours. <laughs> <laughs> Like, is this a sign or what? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You be digging for your own book. It's like, right. <laughs> and God forbid you feel something. You like, damn, now you. <laughs> right. Is it really something in my nose now? <laughs> yeah. So I feel her right. on that. But I can imagine, especially like a job that I have where I'm meeting strangers <laughs> constantly. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest. I had a normal level of anxiety, though, when I first started my job. Not to the point where, like, I'd be trembling talking to a patient. But it took, I would say, maybe a solid six months before I felt really comfortable walking to a room of strangers and being able to, like, introduce myself, sound confident, seem like, you know, I'm actually interested in being your nurse, like, wanting to get to know you, asking you questions, you know, talking and laughing, cracking jokes. Like, before I could really loosen up, it took me maybe six months before I could walk into a room and be like that. Yeah. Because I just wasn't used to talking to people and having to, like, get to know you very personally very fast mm-hmm. i'm all in your vagina so we might as well talk <laughs> right. about it talk Jump about it right lives. in <laughs> so what do you do for work right <laughs> how many kids do you have do you have names what what color is the nursery like you know you gotta ask questions because it, it's a long 12 hours to be with people you don't know mm-hmm. and be all in their business you know their whole health history you know their whole family drama we be knowing about the baby daddy don't be involved oh, you be knowing gosh. everything so you gotta talk to these people. You gotta get used to it. Oh, I um I read something on my uh on this ratchet link, but they talked about parenting styles ratchet too. Link. Yeah, the one I just said. Uh, Bridge. <laughs> girl, you going? Um, they talked about parenting styles and speaking of uh Ti and his over controlling behavior, um, they said that that is one thing that can lead to social anxiety for kids and like them not really. Yep realizing like there it says a child's self-image and impression of the world can be shaped by words and actions associated with their parents behaviors yeah yeah. um and i think yeah that's where a lot of people a lot of kids get lost in their like identity and stuff too absolutely yes yeah um shoot i just uh spoke to my mama the other day i said hey mom she said hey girl you need your eyebrows done i just said okay well <laughs> i'm gonna fucking turn around because i ain't come up here for this oh thanks <laughs> well i bought a new coat because my mama basically without she ain't saying my coat was fucked up but i know when she want to say that because she was like i think it's time for a new coat I was like, okay. <laughs> so I really got a new coat. Thanks, mom. <laughs> I'm like, damn, if she pointed it out, it's raggedy. Yeah. She, she'll point anything out. Bro, my raggedy. dad the same way. Like, when I got my hair done, he was like, what you do to your head? I'm like, uh, I was just trying something <laughs> oh, new. Oh, color when you <laughs> yeah, color it. Yeah. Oh. What you do to your head? I'm like, all right, you be like, damn, right. do it look like I'm like, it's actually cute. Right. You don't even know You don't hair. even know. You don't even know. <laughs> you're bald right <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah 
that social anxiety is no joke. But I definitely <clears> did <throat> have friends growing up whose parents, like, I think helped, like, I don't know, made a big deal about their image. I feel like mm-hmm. a little too soon. Mm-hmm. And so, like, by the time they got to high school, they were, like, constantly, like, worried about how their makeup looked, how their hair looked, and yeah. does their clothes match. Like, yeah. their parents groomed them to constantly think about how they look on the outside and forgot all about the inside. Mm-hmm. And they just be struggling with their identity. I'd be like, dang. Yeah. yeah. I'm over here with my, ooh, my eyebrows back in high school. Ooh, child, mine too. Was basically a Sharpie marker ooh. line over my, over my face. <laughs> That's better. I had a bad bushes for eyebrows. Right. <laughs> Nobody put me in my place. I thought I was doing the damn thing. <laughs> ooh, I had my glasses, my eyebrows, just everything. It was a hot mess. <laughs> I wish somebody would have said something. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. Um... Oh, I did have some questions written down. Well, I think we already answered the first two, which was what is social anxiety and do we have it? And we all agreed we do not. Nah. Thank no. God. Yeah. Um, and if we had it, we would not be doing this podcast. No, oh, yes. yes. Not at all. Because mm-hmm. this, I will, I was anxious about my voice at first. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't like listening same. back. Me neither. Back. I still kind of be like, mm. yeah. When I listened back the other, like a few episodes ago, <laughs> I listened to the whole thing and I was like, ooh, I sound terrible. Yeah. But <laughs> I just I just rolled it off my shoulder like, mm-hmm. well, y'all it's still listen there, anyway. Right? So yeah. y'all like me. Can't care about um, what everybody thinks. But I, one of my questions was, do you believe social media plays a role? Because I think yes. it makes it worse. Yes. Yeah, I think it makes it, it worse. a huge role. Because it tries to define, like, people's image. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're constantly comparing yourself yeah. to people. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And you think every post is about you, every comment is about you, like yeah. subtweeting, right? Every, are you subtweeting? <laughs> People do be right. subtweeting, uh-huh. or they post status, and you be like, "Hold on, they talking about me?" Because mm-hmm. my cousin do that all the time. I'd be like, "Who's she talking about?" <laughs> talking mm-hmm. about me? Yeah, you talk about me. Say it to my face. I no. never catch a subtweet because I do not like. You're never <laughs> I, talking I about me. Totally you gotta add me. See, Lord you gotta not add paying me. any attention to that. Like Gloria keeps like, <laughs> They weren't talking about me, girl. Right. I read it too. I read it back. Like, mm, okay, shit. Like, <laughs> you gotta at me for real. If you wanna want me to see something, you gotta at me. <laughs> Cause I will not notice it. <laughs> yeah, I think social media does definitely play a huge role. Um I could see how influencers could really be affected by that. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. now you're comparing yourself to the success of other influencers around you, especially like in the same, I guess, realm Field. of, yeah, mm-hmm. like if you do beauty or like comedy or whatever you, platform you're on. Yeah. Like, and maybe because I'm big into the beauty world, I'm a big, I watch YouTube, I love YouTube. But like the beauty world, those are some catty ass motherfuckers. Mm. Okay. And I feel like everyone's starting to look the same, act the same, mm-hmm. talk the same. And that's why I'm getting bored with it because I'm like, where's the originality? You see everyone kind of conforming to what society says is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And Everybody posts. I'm the gravitating same type towards of video. the people that are starting to kind of branch out from that because mm-hmm. I don't want to look like y'all. Right. I'm tired of all this cookie cutter ass these looks, but it's because they feel like that's what it's going to take for them to get views. Right. Like if she getting and, 2 million views then I yeah, need to be getting 2 million views. And it's just like everyone's becoming the same person because we afraid to be ourselves and that's just fucked up. Yeah. It's yeah. like keeping up. what they say? Keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah. yeah. It's like Girl, that. I ain't got the Joneses money. How rich was right? that? Because <laughs> <'Cause, laughs> 
you going to get me how I am. Right. <laughs> I'll be catching myself now. Glasses like, girl, you ain't flips. got that much money. I don't know why you spending <laughs> like that. Hold on. You ain't even paying your bills yet. Right. I low-key bought lunch today. Like, bitch. You, <laughs> you know. got food at home. <laughs> right. You know. You going to be paying for this later. Yeah. Yes. Um, ooh, I'm knocking stuff over. And then I did have one more, which when I was doing some research on social anxiety, what kind of upset me was the section about medications to control it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that <clears throat> is appropriate to like throw medication at somebody for something like that. I feel like yeah. social anxiety is something that could really be worked through like meditation, with actual, like therapy, yeah. like talking to people through like, why do you think these thoughts are rational or like putting them in experimental situations that are controlled to help them like communicate with people yeah be calm yeah it's like facing that fear some cbd yes get them some (laughs) cbd to start they already a little anxious they don't need no thc (laughs) they're gonna be paranoid by the end of it but but yes like i feel like jumping to medication just isn't necessary and that frustrates me with mental illness Bro, that's like, what anything though. Like yeah, they are so quick first. to throw medication at any and everything. I went to the urgent care not too long ago for like an, a shoulder ache and it wasn't even like bad. It was just like a precautionary thing. Yeah. And they gave me like a thousand milligrams of some shit. I don't even know. It's like a painkiller. <laughs> and then like Girl, a, th- a thousand more milligrams of ibuprofen. Like, I'm my like way. damn, like. People like die off this shit, like overdosing. And y'all just passing it out like it's yes. Skittles. <laughs> like it blows my mind when I hear kids being on all these antidepressant medications and all these like mm-hmm. drugs that literally make you a walking zombie. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. other ways around it. That's other ways like, around mm-hmm. it. So yeah, I think we're all I will on the have same a hard time medica- um, medicating my child. Mm-hmm. Like I can oh, I would my never unless it was pills. medically necessary to save their life. That yeah. is the yeah. only way I'm going to going to medicate my child for some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Not for no behavioral issues, none of that mm-hmm. shit. Like no. no. Nope. <clears throat> what the fuck is they doing upstairs? <laughs> Girl, I am <laughs> sick of it. We might need to have a conversation with the neighbors like, look, <laughs> enough is home. enough. Right. <laughs> so I'm gonna need y'all to shut the fuck enough up. Enough is enough. But yeah. But well, those were all the points I wanted to touch on, especially the medication thing, because that yeah. pisses me off. Yeah. yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, social anxiety is like it's serious, but it's not. It's, it's not nothing you can't just kind of like talk, like do I talk therapy that, and like work through. I it. think that it's one of those things that is serious, but it's not taken as seriously as like it as should it should. Mm-hmm. Like people actually have this, and like especially like black people, like in our community, like people have this. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you need help. Like, it's yeah. not going to get any better unless you get the necessary help or unless you legit go on this journey and figure out what the fuck is going on with you and what you have. Like, the first yeah. step is knowing, you know? And it's unfortunate because I feel like social anxiety, yeah, it's shaped by what you've been through, your environment, all that stuff that goes on around you. But it all starts in your own head. Mm-hmm. So what is it that you're thinking about that makes you go to that place? Because overthinking will put you down. You'll go yes. down a rabbit hole. Like, how yeah. the fuck did I get here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'll be depressed for like 10 yeah, days. Yeah, like, why am I seconds. thinking about that shit? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think thing. the first thing is just like finding, talking, really. 
Just yeah, talking it out. Find you a good therapist. Yeah. You know, therapy is great. I don't mm-hmm. go, but I should. Girl, yeah, I'm about to be like on my I way. I can afford a it. Or two. Yeah. yeah. You got to go through to that insurance. Yeah, see how <laughs> yeah. it is. Yeah. You know. I got to figure talking out. everything They co-pays out. first. If I got to figure out how that works. If I'm not mistaken, I think Rush offers five free sessions, and then you start paying after that fifth one. Mm-hmm. So I might need to utilize them five free sessions. Mm-hmm. Like, find me a good therapist. Talk about my family issues, because I feel like the universe is highlighting that for me bro i did and that actually in college but i did it oh, for like for a family. it was like it was for class though it was for some oh. class i took and i think it was 10 class or 10 weeks of going to therapist and i did it and like the first couple times i was like i don't i'm just like here making stuff up because i really don't know what i'm supposed to be talking to you about and then, and then yeah yes, and I- then it got real and i didn't expect for it to get real so i was like wait why am I talking to <laughs> like girl? What? That's a good therapist. Yeah. You, before like, you know what you're spilling your whole business. Yeah. That's a good Too bad. I couldn't afford to keep it going, but <laughs> I was hey, like, oh, this went. is interesting. Yeah. I got to figure out what class that was. Cause that was, that was definitely different. Yeah. yeah so therapy psychology is definitely shit. the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely mm-hmm. recommended it. I wish I could take it. Um, maybe if I got good insurance, I got to look into it. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I I need some family therapy. I, family oh and my individual. Gosh. I think we need it all. Group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Bay was telling me a conversation he had with his brother, and it was, like, triggering me because I was like, fuck, I got to have a conversation. Like, I can I am not ready for that conversation mm-hmm. with me and my sister because. Mm-hmm. Get to the root. The yeah, root, root. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot deal. Like, I was just like. It was triggering me. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, we probably should, but not right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you'll be surprised how much shit you got going on with your Uh sibling, too. Yeah. Yeah. It probably is some stuff. You never know till you talk it out. Yeah. So if there are any of you guys out there suffering with social anxiety, you know, we pray that you guys get better. Realize your triggers. Learn how to control it. I know for some people it's so severe that they may never be like a normal person again. But I think taking the necessary steps to get there is mm-hmm. a start. And yeah. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Get into the quote. Yeah. We're going to keep it short for y'all this week. Yeah. We got one quote, not three. Yeah. One quote. That's also something new <laughs> that we're going to do a collective quote at the end instead of three different quotes. So let us know if you guys like this one quote or if y'all want to keep it going with the three. So our quote is Growth isn't always constant. Relapses happen. You're not back at square one. Your growth prior to your relapse isn't erased. Take your time. Don't be so hard on yourself. You'll be okay. Mm-hmm. So yes, amen. That was a good one. Growth, growth, growth. Yes, yes that it's was okay. A- you got to get sent back. I think this that was the, what a, a part of the retrograde, right? That um, they're gonna keep sending you back until you learn your lesson. Mm. Basically, yeah. When did that start? Because I feel like that started it's been a couple going months on for a long time. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. it's over on the twentieth. Ah, uh, yeah. okay. Going on since like June. Makes fucking sense. Well, it's like it went back and then it it just went back into retrograde. October, it's October, right? Somewhere in the middle of October, mm, it went yeah. back to retrograde. And, and <laughs> makes sense. I've, I've learned all of my lessons except for one because the universe keeps highlighting it, and I know what it is, and I'm slowly working on it, baby steps. Yeah. 
Facts. Uh-huh. Yeah. They they bring it at the right time. They know they do. They sure yes. do. They know they do. So y'all stay strong out here in this retrograde. Uh-huh. Mercury is going to fuck you up. We wish you. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, but for the better. But for, for the best. Yes, it's <laughs> the always for the, for the better. Do your rituals. Mm-hmm. Yes. Meditate, pray. I don't know. Read your Bible. Do whatever you got to do. Amen. So on that note, I hope you guys have a great week. Rest of your week. Have a great weekend. Yes. We'll Party hard. next week. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Peace.